Hello, and welcome to this bonus episode of Kapoor Conversations. I hope that 2022 is treating you all well. And I really just wanted to hop on here to just have a casual conversation and give you some updates on what's happened since season one and what to expect in the future for Kapoor Yoga. As you know, season one ended with interviews with my mentors, Natalie and Christine, and that really felt like a full circle moment of talking about what was the inspiration for Kapoor Yoga at the time that they started it, and then this passing of the torch for me, and I felt complete at that end, at that moment. And for me, a lot of the summer and the fall has really been about being a student again. Not to say that I don't always have the student mindset, but really focusing on refining my understanding of these studies. So towards the end of 2021, I was certified as a meditation teacher through the Natural Wellness Academy. And I'm currently taking the second part of that course, which is a spiritual wellness certification. And that is really pushing me in areas that are new to me that I've recently become open to, areas including tarot, uh, chakras, auras, afterlife, all of those things. And I'm, I'm, I'm still processing the information, but I really feel the power of that, especially as I start to um, integrate that into some of my existing spiritual practices. So more on that to come for sure. But in terms of offerings, another point of reflection is that Season one was really not only a way for all of us to be in conversation and talk story between different Filipino ex health and wellness practitioners. Uh, It was also a practice in working on my throat chakra and being comfortable holding this space as a host. And this is actually the first time that I'm coming on to the episode, coming on to the mic solo. And I think that is a big part of the journey as well and being able to find confidence in my voice and what I have to say and feeling that internal validation versus external validation that can really create some echoes, at least in my mind, um, as somebody who comes from uh, a performance-based background and presents themselves on social media, et cetera. Um, Yeah, to have the podcast and to have a way to share in a space that is somewhat removed from those other platforms has been really helpful in in crystallizing what I hope to say, what I hope to be of service in with the words that I provide and the ways that we connect. So I hope you feel that uh, in our conversations as the episodes and shows have evolved over the past year. And 
to where we're heading in this future, um, some of the focus has really been on how can we be in community in a more uh, virtual or in-person way and be more in relation, not just me speaking and you receiving, but having that conversation with with all of you who who are engaging and, and resonating with with these words. So it's definitely been a, a, a stop start in navigating. As you know, the world has gone in many different directions in such a short amount of time. So in the fall, we had our first in-person event that was really beautiful in Astoria, Queens with my collaborator and uh, former guest on the podcast, Melanie de Guzman. We did a yoga and sound event. She was on the sound um, instruments and I offered uh restorative focus vinyasa flow and then we had some great filipino ex chefs offer their food there were cupcakes from cora and tea sandwiches from bad for business and it was a really lovely event um, to have that practice and then also have the space afterwards to just eat and talk story and talk about what where we are in our movement and a mindfulness journey and how we all know each other and how we, we are all connected. And I wanted to, and I still want to connect in person, but things definitely shifted soon after that. And in December, we had our virtual version of a couple yoga event, which is really focused on resting and reflect. And we offered yoga, journaling, sound healing. And that was a really great way to end the year and also honor all the different shifts that people were going to and going through and have them uh, in the safety of their homes and, and really focus on receiving some of the the offerings that we were sharing. And for me, for myself, I was one of the many people who got impacted by Omicron right before the holidays. And in many ways now, I see it as a blessing in disguise because it took me out of the work hustle it took me out of some of the frenetic energy that I feel in the holidays in general because I split it between different sides of my family. And I instead was forced to stay at home and rest and and reflect for myself as somebody who had just ironically given that space to others. Uh, and I, you know, honestly, it doesn't really, I don't really take that um, time for myself sometimes, but you know, it was the universe saying you're going to take this time, and it was uncomfortable. And right after then, I definitely felt the energies of the retrogrades, the Mercury and Venus retrogrades, and it brought up a lot of things that I thought I had gone past or moved on from, like past relationships or especially my relationship, romantic relationships, relationships with parents and 
um, where I see my career and this work that I'm doing you know, on this platform as well. And all of that to say, I really valued that pause and that idea that our stories are so complicated and that this healing journey is nonlinear and that, you know, things that you thought you had moved from, sometimes they, they show up again, not because you haven't moved on from them or that you should reach out to those people. Um, let's say an ex, for example, um, you know, if, if you, like I did have dreams of exes, I came to this realization that it's not necessarily that they're supposed to come back into your life or you need to rekindle something. It's probably that you need to give yourself some closure or really think about, what were the patterns that came up or what were the stories that you're telling yourself? And that is really what has inspired where I'd like to bring Kapoor Yoga in this coming year. And one, it's this idea of what is in our capacity to give and receive and find balance in that. So for the facilitator team, we talked about, you know, with the realization that the work that we do here is all of our side projects and our way of being in community and being of service, what feels good to give. And for us, that answer was quarterly offerings and probably virtual for now for the next couple of quarters. And then working towards ideally a retreat in the coming summer or early fall where we can work towards a way to um, build an opportunity, a container to be in person, to be safe, to have an experience that's removed from the frenetic energy of the city and reconnected with nature and with ourselves and have these really you know, potentially powerful moments that we have glimpses of and opportunities from virtually as well throughout the year. But yeah, that that has been the the big theme that we are really excited. And we think that's also in alignment with the community's capacity to receive. So really trying to be intentional as we prepare for those offerings and really trying to crystallize our voices around those themes. And this first one, as we come into spring, is... Kapwa Currency, Healing Our Money Stories. I know for me, that was one of the big retrograde themes is the idea of worth and what is my worth as somebody who's navigating their way through a career and the idea of someone who is offering services like these and um, asking for an energetic exchange of money and putting myself out there and saying, this is what I am worth, or this is what my time or services is worth, or in the 
working space, the the corporate or nonprofit space where I come from, navigating what it's like to advocate for a promotion or figuring out, you know, when is it time for me to leave a potential job and go to another one? All of those big themes around money feel really resonant right now as we start to, in many ways, have the beginning of the year from a Zodiac calendar. Uh, I am an Aries sun sign, and I really feel the, the coming alive of the energy in these coming months. And we wanted to offer something that offers both uh, embodiment practices and more meditative journaling practices as well as we transition into that more uh, movement alive type of energy. And then also as we have natural themes of money, at least if if you're based in the United States, we are in the midst of tax season and I have definitely felt this money story that is healing or in need of healing for myself as part of the taxes that I do um, is corporate or business taxes that are due pretty soon. They're probably already due by the time this episode comes out on March 15. And I am, was a co-owner of a dance studio called House of Movement. And um this year has been the closing potentially of that money story and the grieving of that. That was the theme that came up in, in the retrograde at the beginning of this year is really grieving some of the ends of um, these stories or really taking a look at what are the stories that have been passed down to me by my parents that are now limiting beliefs that I hold for myself and my worth. And I'll say that one again, because I I feel like that can be a big one to work with. Uh, What are the stories that around money that come from your parents, our parents, and what of them are no longer serving you and are becoming limiting beliefs? And these are the type of questions that we'd like to explore. And we know that it's a sensitive topic. So the way that we heal our money stories, one is just by showing up and removing that taboo that these are things that we can't talk about. And there's this sense of hia and a reclaiming. Hia is shame, if if you didn't know. And a reclaiming of what it means to be walanghia. I know there's, uh, <laughs> if you were a kid, maybe scolded by uh, a parent in Tagalog and they said, ka or something like that, like you have no shame. And, you know, there's, there's definitely that way of that story being put on us in that way. But then there's also a way to think of it of I'm releasing that story and I'm releasing that shame and I am Walanghia in that more empowered way. And that's the type of reframe or the type of space that we want to hold. And we 
are providing that in a number of different ways. There will definitely be more talking about it um, on our social media, but the event itself is on March 26th from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. It will be virtual, and we're capping the space to 20 participants with some tiered pricing based on some offerings that are given after to help continue the that work of moving through those money stories but there will be it's powerful i'm just gonna say without um giving it all away because we'll definitely be talking about it more but i'm just coming off of having our planning weekend with melanie and ira and there is so much around reflecting on how much of our stories are similar by being in conversation uh, journaling, being able to move through embodiment practices because there are different ways that we learn and receive information. And kinesthetically, I myself am a dancer or have a dance background. And the way that I receive my information, my clarity, my intuition is through movement, whether it's through dance or yoga or surfing or hiking, just that act of moving through things. And maybe it's the Aries in me, but the physical exertion or the, that touch sensation is the inner knowing in my bones. And that is an offering that I haven't really seen. Um, and, and as well as, you know, moving through uh, a yoga practice. And the idea is not to offer financial advice because none of us are financial advisors, but it is to have an awareness practice that just like in, in yoga where we say your body, your body keeps the score, your body knows, um, is, the be- is the best teacher for you. Um, we believe that it's the same in, in these types of healing that you yourself, your body, your, your understanding, you are the biggest teacher. You are the one who knows the answer of what is serving you, what is no longer serving you, what is yours, what has been passed down to you. And having this moment to be in community and have those realizations is a way to move through them. It's a way to see, okay, now I I have this understanding and I know that I'm not the only one. And now I have these steps that I can take to move in a path of liberation. And that's what we hope all of these quarterly offerings around, you know, big themes like money in the future and in this upcoming event will offer to the community. It'll remove some blockages, some, some chakra uh, misalignments. It'll clear those paths. It'll offer a way of um, being in community in a mindful way. And if you have any questions, you can definitely reach us via our uh, Instagram at kapwa.yoga or you can email us at hello at kapwa.yoga and we would be happy to um, talk to you to answer any questions. And if you do feel called, we are inviting you. We want you to listen to 
that that tingling sense, that whisper in the universe that's saying that this might be that thing for you and take a chance on on us, take a chance on yourself to dive deep into this topic. And we really hope to be in conversation with you then as well as in the future and hopefully in a retreat coming up towards the end of the year. So I'll probably hop on um, as those offerings come closer and um, be in, in community and conversation with you quarterly in that way. But in the meantime, I really hope that you are staying well. I hope that that question that I offered can be a potential journal prompt or prep work for yourself, whether you choose to come to the event or not. And I just want to continue to thank you to if you've listened to this or any other episode at all, or if it's resonated with you, just taking the time out to listen to each other's story, to my story. It means so much. And I have so much gratitude for being in couple with you. So thank you again. And we'll be in touch soon. Take care.